0: Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a Best Friends podcast. I'm your cozy co-host, Morgan. And I'm your lightly sleepy co-host, Samantha. I love that.
1: (laughs) It is very winter vibes today. It's very winter vibes, and we are in the pod pod, and we've been Mm -hmm. doing setup. And so it's just, we did a lot of uh, learning in the last little bit, and a little bit sleepy.
0: (laughs) Oh, it sure is. Well, that's all good. Let's all stretch it out a little bit. Opening ceremonies of this Wednesday's episode. Mm. Welcome, welcome. So, Sam, what are your vibes today? Obviously, slightly sleepy.
1: Slightly sleepy.
0: Um, I'm also feeling successful. I
1: feel like we've done a lot of learning in the last couple days as far as uh, direction, excitement. And, you know, it's a couple days before the holiday break and, we're just,
0: it's a Wednesday. We're doing it.
1: We're doing it.
0: <laughs> it is. I know. My coziness is just, I'm feeling a little bit tired, but I'm also happy to be here. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, like What's somewhere in between. But yeah, it's just, it's a couple days we're recording before uh, Christmas, which we both celebrate and is pretty, like a big deal in our families. So it comes with a lot of obligation and- Efforts. Efforts <laughs> and excitement and yeah- I mean, I know, like, we were at the mall this weekend. Don't do that. It's terrible. So, yeah, cozy and slightly sleepy. I like all those vibes mm-hmm. for us today. Yeah, if I could, like, <laughs> m-
1: like, wore up myself up in a metaphysical cozy blanket and just everyone who's listening, just, you know, think of a big chunky blanket, mm-hmm. maybe one made out of yarn or fuzz. Did you have a favorite blanket when you were a kid? like was it I did
0: it wasn't like anything special Was though. it a quilt thing or a No it's just like I don't just like a baby blanket okay. like it literally was not anything special nice. like not a cute quilt or like something someone made for me or just like a little baby blanket. it was like crocheted by my grandma mm-hmm. No it was just like a blankie from Target Okay did you have a cozy yeah, blanket, though? Yeah, did you, though? though, like, have a really nice special one? I'm thinking about... Baby blanket probably was a bad example,
1: but I'm thinking about specifically... It's a blanket I own. You've seen it before. It's my Betty Boop blanket that is a polar fleece tie blanket that's nine feet long. Mm-hmm. And I am just wrapping that around my heart right now. And, mm. and like, way to go, team. Way
0: to and, go, us.
1: Like, you guys, can you tell that our audio is actually a lot better? Does We're, it sound better? Whew, we're uh, in a new environment. We are in the pod pod, as we're calling it. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out we do have good audio at our fingertips. That's at the local
0: library. Woo, the <laughs> library! Shout out to your local library. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so those are all of our vibes mm-hmm. today. Yeah, we had
1: to do public before we did this. And so normally we coast into mm-hmm. like activity friendship time. Super fun, but we had to check in and like high five a person, get logged in. And so now my body is calming down and ready to mm-hmm. just soak into, yeah, friendship. Rejuvenation time.
0: Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk more about that when we do Podcast Chronicles Mm. because I want to save that good content. Are you
1: saving that? We're going to put a pin in it. I'm going to put a pin in it. Yep. We're going to put a
0: pin in it because we got some really good stories for Podcast Chronicles, but you're going to have to tune in to our next episode to hear that. (gasps) So we're going to give a full update of how podcasting has been going, what we've been learning, how we've improved. So we're going to put a pin in that. Putting a pin. I, yeah, we are. Uh, and today's a little different because we are in the pod pod, as you have started referring to it as, which I think is so cute, because it is. It's like this little recording studio, but it kind of feels like a capsule. And five so by five, maybe? Yeah. So because we're in here at the public library... We don't have bevvies today. Oh,
1: you guys. They're and not
0: with us in the pod. I can see them from the window. They're I can too. <sighs> over, away from
1: the recording equipment. We were given the look by the librarian as she handed us the
0: tubs yeah. of items. We want to be respectful of <laughs> yeah. these things, but if I did have... waters are there. Yeah. Hydrating. We're rocking
1: a Propel, lightly flavored Ooh. water, because it's been a water-heavy week, mm-hmm. and we needed some excitement, some flavor in our hydration for today. Yeah.
0: So it's a to propel kind of afternoon right now. I noticed that. I noticed you had two bottles of water, and then you also had your tumbler of water. Mm -hmm. It's a major hydration day today. Yeah. Triple drink. Triple drink, Samantha. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Keeping that skin fresh and that, you know, that hair
1: all shiny. The hair wet and (laughs) non-caffeinated.
0: It's just a wet day, yeah. one could say. Mm-hmm. Vibes also wet, mm-hmm. wet.
1: Uh, there's a lot of frozen wet outside. There's there a lot is. of frozen wet falling from the sky, and we're creeping up to the holiday season. So, yeah. guys, that's the vibes today. It is. We are hydrated with our water. Got our bevies ready. Just a little bit far mm-hmm. away.
0: Yeah, but we'll yeah. stay hydrated. <laughs> and you know, so what has been happening this week? It's you know, it's been a week close to the holidays. Got any stories for oh, us? Goodness. Like, give me a story, girl. Let me tell
1: you. My beautiful fiancé. Well, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up. You're involved. <laughs>
0: back Morgan,
1: up. Beep, beep. we were doing a office podcasting time last week. Someday. Someday last week. Perhaps a Thursday evening. Who knows? And we were taking Remus out on the deck, and there's fully some snow on the deck. So we had to shovel him a little path to get down to the backyard. And in the process, I think of one of the last runs outside, you were closing the screen door and it popped off. Just Oh yeah, the it, screen fully popped off fully the door and I off. thought I broke your house. You looked at me stricken and I was like, oh no, that's okay. That happens all the time. So fast forward to the next morning and... We've talked a little bit about my lovely fiancé and how he's um, a tornado sometimes, a little bit of that Aries energy, a lot of bit of that Aries energy. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, And so I come downstairs and I see him messing with the screen and like looking at it. And normally it's just on a track. You just lift it in, you kind of give it a little push, and it just pops in. Not a lot of things that you really need to do. Not very complicated. So I hear some loud noises and I come in the kitchen and I feel like he's going to be doing something silly. So I pull up video recording and I turn the corner just as he goes, bang, bang. And then I hear a snap. And then I see a tiny piece fall from the top to the bottom. Oh, no. And Eric, uh, he sees the like item fall whatever it was with his eyeballs and looks down and then looks me dead in the eye with just the most like surprised and, <laughs> oh no I don't want to be in trouble and we both laughed a lot <laughs> about just it was one of those Eric is he is so good at repairing things but also his ability to be patient and use his soft motor skills is sometimes um, not his first choice. Sometimes it's more how much strength can I quickly use and then we'll find out what happens. Mm-hmm. So that was one moment that just made me really laugh a lot this week of just Eric and his skills at fixing things because he is so good at fixing stuff. But sometimes there's just that element of chaos where he'll be in a precarious situation. Or he'll be doing something. And I look at him and it's like, honey. Let's let's assess what your body is doing. Let's assess uh, how you what you're standing on. Let's assess if you're going to fall off the ladder. Mm. Anyway, are we being safe? Are we being how safe? How is our footing right now? Yes. Yeah. So that has been a lot of the laughter around the house because he's been home for a couple, you know, weekend times and days off, and so it's just been like, oh, puttering around the house. And sometimes I'll walk in, he'll be standing on something and be precarious. And my Aquarius energy just needs to come in there and be like, okay, I see that you're standing on the workbench, but I'm going to bring a stool behind you so that your dismount won't be so treacherous. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's been some cute stuff with Eric, my precious Aries tornado. Wow. (laughs) I'm so glad
0: he fixed the door because I feel like I've been coming over to your house recently and just been uh master of destruction as i like we talked in the blood moon episode and i'm like spilling coffee on your stone table continuously yes like my dog is there just spreading his hair everywhere and then we're (laughs) peeing on your deck because he's peeing on my deck he's i'm not (laughs) thank you for clarifying my dog is peeing on your deck i am not um but, yeah, which bugs me so much. So we got to clear that path mm-hmm. so he knows, like, no, this isn't the stop. Yep. You need to keep going. Continue to the backyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. towards the route. Mm-hmm. Uh, proceed to the route, if yeah. you will. And so, yeah, I was like, well, god dang it, now we've broken the screen, too.
1: <laughs> I feel like every <laughs> every light disaster that happens at either of our homes, it's like, oh, uh... Well, we're even more family now because I've broken something in her <sighs> home. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think of it as more of a love language thing. Like, I love you so much that I feel comfortable knowing that the screen door popped off and it's fine and it's an Eric problem and Eric can fix it. And Thank then goodness. I love that Eric is a tornado and his fix is it's fixed. But now there's a nice chunk of the trim at the top that's, you know, just missing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Because <laughs> what happens if you just kind of bang it in there? <laughs> yes. Because that's how my brain usually works too, which is why I really like watching his chaotic energy because I relate to that where I I just think, well, yeah, why can't it? And my brain is going so fast. And so as I'm doing a task and I'm problem solving it, I'm not usually thinking – through to all of the different conclusions and so I just think well here's one of the options let's just do it and then let's do this one and let's do this one until we figure out the right one it's just there's so much energy So we're not going to troubleshoot different ideas or
1: brainstorm. It's, all right, first thought that comes to he- his head, maximum effort, yeah.
0: go, go, go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm here to go with my instincts and my feelings. What's the vibe? Yeah, what's like the Like, my vibe? gut's telling me to do this. Like, sure, let's try it
1: out. You have to trust your gut. Eh. Even if it's funny in the end, because then it was meant to be, and then it's a story. So that's right. my philosophy, because now yeah. I was like, as it was happening, I said, I have a really good story to tell Morgan for this week's
0: podcast. Yes. So, see, but this is why I have betrothed myself to a Virgo. Be to balance me out, you know? Like I don't need to be the person who's thinking of the sensible conclusions. That's why I've got the Virgo here. You know, that's why I've gathered him. Mm-hmm. T- lured him in, if you will, yes. attracted him with my little what What was the bird, bird of paradise? We were looking at videos oh. yesterday. Yeah, Ooh. you know, I'm doing my little dance. Yeah, the dance, my little shimmy. It's like a dancing black to hole to attract with blue my bird. things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, so some
1: feathers on the top, just right. kind of doing a shimmy, puffing out. Yeah, puffing out.
0: Do you like my house I made for you? Yeah, <laughs> you can't see it, but we're literally just we're like doing our shimmy pot mating. Pot. <laughs> Calls in the pod pod right now. Um, Yeah, but that's that's definitely, I would say, the vibe of of your partner currently, Mm -hmm. which I love about him (laughs) because I really identify with that, too, sometimes. You see the energy vibrations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so you're balancing, which is exactly what one must do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you're nailing it to me. It's
1: been hilarious. And now that we're not doing a basement or a backyard... It's like, oh, there's just a lot of little projects that Eric hasn't got to around the house. So it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my funny haha. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: my funny, oh, my funny haha. My funny haha. My haha of the moment. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Thank mm. you. Thank you for listening to my story. <laughs> All right, Samantha, so we have a new segment that we recently thought of (sighs) because we realized that we had a lot of content (laughs) around this topic, and people had been telling us they wanted more of this, and, Mm. and well, we've got an abundance. And so we are starting a new segment. What is it called for our listeners? You guys, it's called Best Buds and it's our new houseplant spotlight. A house plant spotlight. <laughs> houseplants. Mhm. <laughs> because we have so many houseplants. Uh,
1: it was hard to pick. It was hard to pick this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Was it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. But it was, it was
1: exciting because I felt like I was actually a judge for like a con- like a like a big off judge, like walking around being like, mm, okay, well, who
0: have I watered this week? Who is yeah, well, not is the criteria? Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like imagining you right now, just walking in yes. my mind, you have got a clipboard with you. Mm. I don't know if this is true, um, but I'm just telling you my interpretation right now as you've started. So in my mind, you have a clipboard, you've got your glasses on. hmm mm-hmm. You know, to shield your eyes, you have your top bun, and you're walking around with each of your plants examining them. So, okay, what was the criteria as you're doing this? So, as I was walking around with my clipboard and my high bun and my glasses.
1: (laughs) You're maybe wearing, like, a white lab coat, too. Oh, my white lab coat. Yeah, 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 absolutely, (laughs) because we're scientists. So. Science. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, I was walking around looking at my plants, and. I walked up to some of them and it's like, ooh, you're in the middle of a death cycle. You don't get to you don't get to be on the list. So yellow leaves, if we can if we can make them beautiful quickly, a little wipe, and it's like, okay, you're photo ready. But there were some plants where I'm like, no. No, you you don't get to I'll include It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. I'm gonna include a, perhaps in the Insta dump, um, the plant that I took a picture of and then I started laughing. It was this is not my plant of the week, but my dumb plant of the week is my ficus petiolaris because it just has one <laughs> teeny tiny little stupid leaf on it. Oh. <laughs> um, but my, my actual plant of the week this week is my Crimson Queen Hoya. Mm. Pretty sure it's a crimson, crimson Queen. It's the one with the green on the outside, the white on the inside, and the white turns pink when the leaves are new. This was a like plug that I got at a plant store. And it's gone through mealybugs twice. It's still very small, you guys. Mealybugs
0: twice. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I want to stop you, Ooh, you and back questions? up. I already have questions. All right, because let's go. Because people who are listening oh. may not be familiar with plants. You guys, You're starting sorry. to use some like, really lingo. Uh, sophisticated houseplant lingo here. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure we're breaking it down for people. So All first right. off, let's go through. Can we take a moment to... Tangent. What is a plug? What is a plant? A plant is. No, no, no. We're starting at the beginning. Uh, At the very beginning.
1: uh, At the beginning of
0: time. So
1: normally when you are a plant person, you go out to plant stores or look for things online because online ordering is definitely a thing. Don't listen to me. Don't go online. It's dangerous. Go in person because at least it's more efforts.
0: Uh, Find your local greenhouse and go in person and support them and buy their plants.
1: So when you go into their greenhouse, normally we have full-size plants adult plants, couple years old, they're fully mature, they have big, beautiful blooms, blossoms, or leaves, or whatever the thing is supposed to do. And then it goes all the way down. So maybe a normal one in an eight-inch pot would be an adult, let's just say. And then it goes down to six, four, and the tiny ones that are two-inch pots, which means that the diameter, not the radius, the Mm -hmm. diameter Uh is two inches of the opening at the top. So it's just a little baby plant And normally that's my problem because I see all of the tiny plugs and I'm just like, you're all waiting to be adopted, aren't Mm. you? You're all so cute. It's just the beginning of life for you now. You haven't been through the trenches (laughs) of the various fun that a plant person can encounter while uh, taking care of plants. Mm -hmm. So uh, that is what a plug is. And Mm -hmm. I got my Hoya as a plug. Mm -hmm. Because
0: sometimes you can get a really you know, nice, rare plant that usually is expensive. You could spend, you know, $70 Ugh, on yeah. a six inch plant or sometimes there's plugs available. And so then you end up buying the two inch one and it's just $10. dollars Or bucks,
1: baby. Five
0: or something. So or if they really yeah. want to get you, because one
1: time I bought a variegated. Um, what is it? The variegated pearls? Oh yeah, the what variegated the string of pearls. That's what the word is. Uh huh. The variegated string of pearls. Bought that one. I spent twenty dollars on it and then I murdered it. So, <laughs> you know, plug with caution, but also <laughs> caution. But also, plugs are a really great way to start and see if plants are for you. Uh, and my hoya now has graduated from a two to a four, and I also did a different soil mix a couple weeks ago. Oh,
0: this is what did, a. What did you do?
1: Well, because we had a mealy and this is a offshoot of And what are, the, and what are Oh my gosh, you guys. Did you know that plants can get pests? They are little fuzzy white things that crawl on your plant and eat it and lay eggs and get fuzzy things, and it's just fuzz. Spider mites are webs. Mm -hmm. Thrips are the worst. If you have thrips, throw your plant away. No, that's a lie. Go on the internet. There are ways to fix it. But there are some significant issues that can happen with plants. So all of my Hoyas I ignored in a corner for about three months. I think that was the fall. Yep, it was fall time. And all of a sudden one day I was like, oh... There's mealy bugs on every single one of these. All right. Cool, 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 cool. So I put them in my lower level shower and just sprayed them all down. And then we did a new repotting mix. So it was LECA. It was wood chips. It was perlite. But I'm working on trans, you know, going over to pumice because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I bought so much perlite back in the day. And it's like, oh, my God. A little bit of charcoal. You know, it's I don't really have like a recipe for Mm -hmm. the mix, but it's like I know it when I see it. It's chunky enough, but still like dusty and dirty enough to like hold water mm-hmm. but the clay holds on to the moisture a little bit more so the hoyas don't get super mad
0: and do you just eyeball it or are you just going with your gut here you're going with your instincts and just that is some serious aquarius behavior right there <laughs> just, just it's more going like- with the vibe of the dirt and Oh, I think, yep, this just, I imagine you just, like, holding it, like, maybe putting a little to your tongue, like, mm, ooh. ooh, it tastes right. Yep. yep, the wind is blowing in the right direction yep. for the dirt mix. <laughs> Seeing the dustiness <laughs>
1: that's happening. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Oh. Professional. Ooh, wow. Giving it a whiff. Just, wow. ah, yes. <laughs> I, I would say that it's definitely more of a cooking as opposed to baking, Mm. measuring vibe. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know it looks good when you're cooking? You know it smells good when you're cooking, when you're doing it? Mm -hmm. When you're baking and you do something and, like, you mess it up and then you put it in the oven, you don't know that you did a bad thing until your bread's dead and inedible and then you throw it away. Yes. So that is, yeah, that is the excitement. And so Hoyas, Hoya, Hoya Mix, having new soil. Mm -hmm. I think that it's just been giving me so much happiness and life. And it was one of the Hoyas that I wanted us to put in our incense picture when we did our Instagram drop for the Uh, first time because I was like, look at that little pink leaf Mm -hmm. just sitting there being so pink and cute and small. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my my best bud this week is my little four inch Hoya with its little pink leaf. I'm I'm whole. It's like I'm holding a pot with my hands right Mm -hmm. now. I'm looking down as if it was in my hands. Yeah.
0: Hoyas. (sighs) And does like so how long have you had this Hoya
1: Is it a year old? Do you think you've
0: had it for two years? I've
1: probably had it for two years.
0: Okay. Because
1: it was one of those plugs where I bought it, and then I didn't take care of it very well at first. And so we went through, like I said, this one's been through a little bit of a roller coaster. So the fact Mm -hmm. that it's giving me life and love right now is transformative. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's just uh, maybe in a year, year ago, I think? Mm -hmm. Year and a half? Who knows? What is time? What is time?
0: Okay. Yeah. And that really is the best feeling, though, when your plant is struggling and then all of a sudden there is new life. There is Mm -hmm. a resurrection. The phoenix has risen from the ashes. Yes. And all of a sudden it's happy and it's blooming. (laughs) I mean, that is the greatest feeling. (laughs) We're at
1: leaves right now. No flowers yet. No flowers on the horizon Mm -hmm. yet. But just the fact that it's actually growing and the little peduncle. I think is the word. Is it peduncle? What's the peduncle? I think. Okay. Here, maybe we have a new word of the week. Yeah. Uh, I think that the peduncle is the thing that grows from the stem that then turns into the flower. So if that gets cut off, then the flower won't,
0: or if it gets dried out. So if your peduncle gets dry. Don't let your peduncle get dry. (laughs) Okay. You heard it here first Uh, from Aquarius Behavior. I know what you're talking about. It's Mm -hmm. like my... Um, my Hoya, the, the lima bean Hoya, is the common name. I can't remember what the real name is, though, but it has a really long peduncle. It's the one with a really long, They kind of thin... look like green beans. Yes, they do. Yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. And so that has a really long peduncle, and I know that it keeps growing because it's going to be pushing out more leaves and maybe flower for me. So I'm just trying to be patient, but I do get excited when I see that. It means
1: I'm doing something right. It's like, okay, well, looking at the rest of the things in my world, this plant, at least, is recognizing my efforts and my spoons that I'm putting towards
0: it and my love and attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Put uncles. And again, I ask, does this plant have a name? Do you name your plants? I do name some plants. Mm Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have a name because it was on the brink for
1: so long that I couldn't get emotionally attached to it. But now that it's, like, made it past the uh, plug stage, now we're in, um, like, teenager time a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, you know, kind of growing into our pot, you know, figuring out who we Mm -hmm. want to be as an adult plant. What's the leaf situation that we're going to explore? So. Cute. Thanks for sharing about your best bud. Just thinking about my plant. Yep, best buds, yeah. you guys. Mm. Tell us about your best bud. Do you have a plant? Are you a plant person or thinking about becoming a plant person? Do you have questions about peduncles? Do you want to connect with us and tell us that our sound sounds better? Any of those things, you can reach out and tell us. Uh, Aquariusbehaviorpod at gmail.com. We're also on Insta, and like you know, kind of, kind of the other socials, but not really. Find us on Insta. Insta is our favorite right now, so. That's the journey. Morgan, do you
0: have a best bud this week? Samantha, I do have a best bud this week. Okay. So I was going through and looking at all of my plants. We definitely had a little bit of a drought, because I was slightly <laughs> negligent, not entirely, but just a little bit. And so everyone was definitely looking thirsty, a little bit droopy. And uh, I got to tell you, I am experimenting with fertilizing in the winter. mm mm-hmm. Because some plant people have opinions about that. I, you know, we watch a lot of YouTubers, follow a lot of blogs. And so some people have opinions about that and swear by it, say it absolutely works, just keep all the time fertilizing year-round. And then there's some people who just don't care, and they say, you know what? It really doesn't work. Your plants are dormant. It doesn't matter. Just don't waste the fertilizer. Well, I just started fertilizing seriously this past summer, right? I started using worm castings, which... (sighs) Holy bananas. I think that's a real thing, and it actually works. Yes, the worm castings. It just adds nutrients to your plants. Some of them I repotted and actually, you know, mixed in the worm castings with the dirt. But then other ones, some of my more established plants, which are in bigger pots, like my 8 or 10-inchers, I just put a nice layer on top. And so then every time I water, it just goes on through. Uh, If you don't know what worm castings are, it's worm poop. It's worm poop. It's just worm poo, and and so it's it's worm poo, and there's actually, you know, people who farm this and make the worm castings, and it's incredible. The worm farmers. I know. Farm in the worm poo for I, all of us plant people. Had I known that that was an option, I would have chosen my hobbies differently as a mm, child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just money right there. All things to think about. All
1: things to think about. Morgan, it's not too late. I, I, Yeah, I digress. Uh, It is too late. No, it's not. We're podcasting now. (laughs) We're in the pod pod and we're podcasting. Who says we can't be worm farmers, too? You know, I feel like we could get some really fantastic multitasking going on. The the options are endless. Uh, If we have any worm casting farmers who are listening to the pod, reach out. What's your favorite part about your job? Anyway, worm castings. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we talked about on a different episode... Just how fertilizer, finding a good fertilizer that, because I don't know about you, but I buy a fertilizer and I can't actually do the thing to actually make the thing to then get it in my plants. So finding a fertilizer that's easy to use, mm-hmm. that you can get into your system, because you can buy the best fertilizer, right? But if you don't open the jar and actually put it in the water, it's not going to do anything, so... Yeah. You have to actually use it. You have to actually do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just buy it and put it in your house and be like, all right, plants, you're welcome. Because no. that's what I did for a while. And I was like, well, now I have all the things. Were you like saving it for a special occasion or like, was it just, mm-hmm. it was a, a big task? It was a big task. Mm-hmm. It was like yep. we ordered everything. It was when we get into plants we mm-hmm. order everything. And then it's like, okay, I have everything, but now I don't know where to start. So getting a good fertilizer, I would say, we've talked about how that's a cornerstone. Yes. Cornerstone for good plant time.
0: It mm-hmm. is. It is. Yeah. So my. Best bud, Mm -hmm. my houseplant spotlight this week is a plant that is very near and dear to my heart. This is kind of its two-year anniversary. Um, It's actually a reincarnation of a plant that I got two years ago from a friend around the holiday season, and it is my domino peace lily, Sergeant Nicholas Angel.
1: (laughs) Yes, Sergeant
0: Nicholas Angel. Oh, my gosh, he's so beautiful. So if you don't know, so I name most of my plants, Mm -hmm. all the ones that really, truly matter to me. Um, I also do have a phase, like you said uh, last time, about sometimes you have a plant who's just teetering and you don't want to get emotionally attached yet. Mm -hmm. And so I have to really bond Mm. with a plant. Um, But this plant does have a name, Sergeant Nicholas Angel, after a character from Hot Fuzz great movie if you haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Put it on your list. Put it on your list. Go check it out. Uh, So Sergeant Nicholas Angel, I love him. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) this is, like I said, a reincarnation of a plant that I got about two years ago from a friend and has since perished. There was some experimentation done that, you know, he just didn't survive. Mm -hmm. So Rip. Rip. Um, so this is the second, mm-hmm. and so things that are happening with him. So first of all, these variegated leaves are absolutely gorgeous. I love squeezing them and the texture. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's just like that's the photo. Yes, right there. it's just a thin green leaf, but the variegated ones, it just has like these white spots, and it's so pretty. And I'm very proud of this plant because this is the first time. It started to flower.
1: Oh, actual new Mm. growth,
0: actual flowers.
1: Wow. Congratulations. And those are tough because they like a lot of water, but they speak to you. They're very verbal plants
0: as far as movement and wilting energy, I would say. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about Peace Lilies. Yes, it is a thirsty plant. And so it's kind of fun because there's definitely in my plant journey, um, my houseplant lady journey, we'll call it. (laughs) I have definitely killed a lot of plants because I've overwatered them. Mm -hmm. I want an activity. I want to engage with my plants. I want to play with them. And they do not need me. Like, really. They don't. They have survived billions of years on this planet. Plants have. Without the help of humans, my plant doesn't need me. And so I needed a plant that was very thirsty. And so Mm -hmm. this is a plant which I can water a lot. Um, I also put one of those little beepers in it that you gave me. Mm -hmm. What is that called? Okay. They are called. It's a plant water thing. Is it a oh, quip? No, oh, no, 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 I think that's the oh, toothbrush. No, we can't remember oh. it. I'm gonna look it up well, and put it in the comments. Maybe quench. Ah, uh, that is it. I think. Yay. Yeah, it's a quench. Yes, hey, you guys, quench. It's called quench. Go look them up. They don't sponsor us, but we like their stuff. We sure do. It's cool. It's a little doodad that you stick into your soil, and then it beeps when the soil's too dry. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have a plant that needs more water. Uh, or less water, you're going to put the little doodad, the little stick, into the soil deeper or shallower. So then it just gauges. Depending. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. there's no batteries required. It doesn't need to be recharged. just sits there. And then I just hear a tiny little chirp. Just beep. Beep beep. Beep. Beep beep. When I know, and then I know somewhere there's a thirsty beep. plant in my house. And I, I go walk around, around to each room. Where is it coming Hello? from? Hello. Mm-hmm. And so... I put that in there and so that's just nice where I just hear it chirp and then that's also, it's been a nice gauge for me too, that quench, because if I do get in some sort of pattern of neglect with my plants where I'm just not really thinking about them, I'll hear the chirp. And then that's when at least I know, okay, well, one plant is thirsty, I bet there's others. If my thirstiest plant is thirsty, yes. <laughs> I bet that there are others. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, so like I said, this plant, very near and dear to me, one of my former co-workers gave me a peace lily two years ago around the holidays, and I just loved it. It was a domino, which I didn't. I've never seen before. I'd only seen the green, like the yeah. green, straight up yeah, peace lily. Traditional one. Not textured or no. yeah. Just, yeah, and that's the thing. Mm. The leaves, like, not like a normal peace lily, mm. that's just a very smooth leaf. Uh, this does have a slight texture to it. Yeah. And so um it's still, you know, a a thinner, smooth leaf on the bottom. But the top is just, just a little bumpy. I don't know, there's grooves maybe in it we could say. Just I'm
1: trying to think of like what the <sighs> texture is, but it's so like I almost want to say it's not reptile skin, but it kind of has no. like what like an iguana. Like just some oh, roughiness. Yeah. Like
0: kind of scaly. Like just scaly little, but not. But
1: not. It's look up a picture of a Domino mm, piece lily. Yes. They are just or no. Don't look it up. Come to our Instagram if you're not following I'm gonna us. I'm going to put
0: pictures. You guys are going to see pictures. Of the sergeant mm-hmm. on there. I'll put pictures of him and yep. pictures of him in his thirsty state because, like you said, these <laughs> lilies are very, quote unquote, vocal plants mm-hmm. um, because they don't actually talk. <laughs> What? Obviously. Uh, but they will show you that they are thirsty. Their leaves wilt down. The first time I ever saw a plant do that, I literally thought I killed it. But it's incredible. You water it, and it bounces back up in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. And it, ugh, the magic of hydration. It's incredible. You guys, the magic of hydration. This episode is sponsored
1: by the magic of hydration. Oh, I yeah. that's that's the journey that we're going for today, but um, just... <laughs> It just, the leaves come back up, they go from looking mm-hmm. truly like just a dead sad plant with limp noodle leaves, and it just slowly, like, comes
0: back up, and it's like, I lied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You actually are mm-hmm. a good
1: plant owner. I just needed to let you know that I needed water. Yeah, like
0: overcooked spinach. It just, that's it. Like droopy. Yes. And
1: sad. That's what it is. Yeah. Overcooked
0: spinach. Like overcooked spinach. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm really Agreed. enjoying I know that this is a podcast, but yeah. Morgan, just between me and you, I'm really enjoying all of the body movements that we're making to illustrate yeah. our words. Although you can't hear them through the
0: podcast. If
1: you can mm-hmm. let us know.
0: No, but we both <laughs> do speak with our hands. We're big hand we're speakers. We're big on hand mm-hmm. gestures mm-hmm. and body language, and so there's always a lot of movement. Yeah, there's always a lot of movement. Involved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh Amazing. Yeah. So that's my best bud this week is Sergeant Nicholas Nicholas Angel, my domino peace lily. He's gorgeous. He gets some nice Western light, filtered light Mm -hmm. through, you know, our sheer curtain. Oh, yeah. And he's got happy vibes this week. Yeah. Happy vibes. Happy plants.
1: Good job, best buds. We'll see who uh, shows up for next time. Mm -hmm. I now am going to walk around my house with my white lab coat and my clipboard and my hair in a bun and be very judgmental on who gets to come on the pod next
0: time. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Happy plants, friends. Yay. Mm -hmm. All right, buddy. Mm. We have got a new segment on the show. Intrigue. Intrigue because one of the parts of our friendship is we love watching guilty pleasure movies together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do. And we like watching bad movies. Sometimes we also like watching really good movies. Uh, <laughs> they're not always award winners, but let me tell you, they are entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> this segment is called Cinema Chat. Oh, It's a oh. Cinema Chat. It's a Cinema Chat. It's just a little chat. And, you know, it is the season. Mm. To be jolly and watch holiday movies. Yes. And so you know that in my house there is it, it, there's a tradition. There is, you know, a whole way to Christmas. Yeah, it's and, a specific
1: way to Christmas in your home. And yeah. it, it's very
0: well thought out mm-hmm. as far as yeah. the entertainment. There's a movie lineup mm-hmm. for the holidays. And it starts in October. And it goes... <laughs> Through <laughs> I January. Forgot, I
1: forgot that it started in October. Yeah, yeah it does. Halloween. 1000%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It does. Yep. And
0: so, and you know, some of them cross over, and there's also specific times during the winter season when we watch these movies. Some are, you know, late November movies specifically. Some you have to watch the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Some it's closer to Christmas time. And so, you know, one of the favorite ones I love to start off with is Die Hard because yes. I think we all have an opinion. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is it a Christmas yes movie? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Tell us at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com. You want to know what you I think? say it is a Christmas movie. It lives in my Christmas movie section at home. And we always start the holiday season with that because it's set at Christmas. There's a lot of Christmas to it, but it doesn't feel really Christmassy. You know, there's no like... Holly Jolly and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Less present opening yeah. and Santa and more jumping from buildings
1: and yes.
0: machine guns. Yes. More mm-hmm. mach- so many more machine guns. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we watched that one. I always watch White Christmas. Sometimes I watch it multiple times because that's classic Christmas to me. And do you have any opinions about that? I I'm, see you raising your hand right now. I'm raising my hand over here just because White
1: Christmas was a movie that I had not seen until we watched it together and so that holds a special place in my heart and so thank you for that because sometimes the old movies the older movies Mm -hmm. are just the cozy classics
0: it is continue white it is it is a cozy Mm -hmm. classic and that's just it's tradition for me because i grew up watching that with my family my grandpa loved that movie and so i remember watching it with him a lot as a child. And I just know most of the songs, love the dancing, love the costumes, love the sets, mm. old Hollywood, love, love, love. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of nostalgia there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, what's, what's the new one? We watched, oh, I watched a new one this season. I watched Spirited, which Spirited. is the Apple TV one with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And so fun story about that, though. So I kind of knew about that movie about a year or a year and a half ago. My parents were on vacation in Boston, <laughs> and they were filming oh. in Boston at the time. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, they were filming some of the scenes where Quaint. they go back in time, and so there it's kind of, you know, victorian london look time mm. but it's actually boston it's boston. boston and so my parents were on vacation and i don't know they're at a restaurant or something and then they're sending us pictures of like the set in quotes because they were using like real bars and areas of boston that were blocked off but then they also you know did have to spruce it up You know, with some fake snow and make it look old. The movie glitter that you need to do for the real life. It's mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All the movie magic was there. And so, yeah, it finally came out. And Joel and I watched it. I personally loved it. If you're not a fan of musicals, you're not going to like this movie. But I am, and I did not understand it was a musical, like a full musical. And, oh, my gosh, within probably five minutes, I'm sitting there. My eyes are wide. I am just dazzled mm. i mean the entertainment it is really high quality here i mean giant group numbers christmas tap dancing oh my I, gosh i've oh, not seen Christmas, christmas tap dancing so
1: christmas tap dancing you had me well first you thing. had me at will ferrell and ryan reynolds because iconic iconic you know they're gonna do a good cornerstone job stone comedians yeah. we're gonna do a great job but christmas tap dancing wow It's not you had me at hello. You had me at Christmas tap dancing. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I know. And also, I loved Octavia Spencer because she is the main person. I don't want to spoil it. I know at one point I said this was a spoilers podcast, but I really feel passionately that I want people to watch this movie. And I think it's so cute. So Mm -hmm. she plays like a pretty major character, though. And I just adore adore her. And her character in this movie is just, she's so genuine and she's going through this really personal struggle and determining, you know, what she believes in. And is she acting in the way that she believes internally? And she's having this whole identity crisis. And it's just, but it's not scary, like I'm making it maybe sound. It's done very sweetly and she sings nice songs about it. Because she's singing the whole time. Oh, yeah, because everyone's singing and dancing. So it's not scary. You're going to feel feelings, but they're going to be pleasant feelings. With music,
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And so
0: she made me feel a lot of pleasant feelings. But yeah, these songs, man, they are catchy. I've had them stuck in my head. Uh, My fiance, I catch him like singing them around the house and we're humming them. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, there is a song. Last thing I'm going to say about this, because I will keep talking and then I'll spoil it for everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Will Ferrell sings a song in the show called Unredeemable. And it just made my heart fall out of my butt. It hurt so bad and was so beautiful. And he's singing this song about, you know, Christmas miracles. And uh, can he help to redeem this person because he feels so unredeemable? And if he can save this person, then maybe... Then he can save himself and he's worthy. And I'm getting like uh, tingles all over my body my and goosebumps. Emotions. I'm having an emotion again. And so um the answer at the end of the day is yes, yes, yes. Redeemable. You are redeemable. Don't give up on yourself. And, and sing so about it. Mm-hmm. and sing about it. <laughs> sing and tap dance about it. And so <laughs> that is the message of the movie. But it came with a lot of heart tugs along the way. And just, you know. Some pretty cinematography and nice tap dancing numbers. And I also just saw everybody's effort because you've got all of these main actors and actresses who are not classically trained to dance and sing. Yeah, And so I know Ryan Reynolds, I was following his social media, and he was pretty open about – the efforts that it took for him and he I saw a couple videos that he posted of practices like dance practices where he just wasn't feeling like he was on point and Mm. just made the point I like that because he makes the point to show like hey I hope this looks good I hope you really like it here's all the hard work it took and I am not professionally trained dancer but I'm trying and like nothing's perfect don't let the illusion fool you that's movie magic this was hard work so i appreciated that too because it was nice to see some of these actors challenge themselves in different roles and pull it off just Mm -hmm. like good for you Uh, look at you dancing and singing over there yeah you got it so the
1: transparency in movie making i love Uh, Mm -hmm. a scene that comes to mind was when the greatest showman Came out and they had those behind the scenes uh, song practice with Mm. the whole everyone. It's the first time that everyone's together and doing the thing. Anytime that actors or actresses give Mm -hmm. you a glimpse of the magic behind and like look at how much everyone showed up. And did this thing that we all care about and are passionate about. And for him, it was doing a lot of dancing and learning and mm-hmm. tapping. So yeah. I have not seen this movie. Oh, I'm gosh. very excited now that because I saw it's been advertised to me. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, Will Ferrell, that's a good face. Ryan Reynolds, that's a good. I like all these faces. I like all these faces. These are going to be good mm-hmm. actors. I need mm-hmm. to just Octavia. sit down. Yeah. Make myself <sighs> sit down and just watch it.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah thank you
1: for the recommendation and you
0: know i could go on about how much i love musicals but that's gonna be another segment so put a pin in it put a pin in it yeah Yeah, i think so what kind of movies are you watching lately do you have a holiday lineup any traditions or anything new that you've watched Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. you want to share with us today so normally during the winter
1: season I usually piggyback onto whatever holiday movies are on your lineup. Wherever I slide into our friendship time, it's like, all right, Morgan, where are you in your twenty or so movies that mm-hmm. are holiday There's season a stack. movies? Yeah, you just go through it. Yep. Eric and I went on a different journey this year, so we haven't gotten to a lot of like the holiday holiday movies. Uh, we were doing the Christmas tree, and I needed something that I'd seen before, but it was still you know kind of new. Decided this is a two movie story because mm. it was a double feature. All right? Oh mm. yes, yeah. your double feature movie was my night. double. Yep.
0: Is this when you guys were setting up for Christmas? Yes. Okay. It was yep, mm-hmm. the whole setting evening. We had
1: about four hours, and so I was like, I want something that's you know fun and light and cute. And so we started with Home Alone Two, which turns out I've only seen that movie like maybe maybe twice. I remembered almost In your none of it. Life? I know because wow. because the bird lady scared me when I was a little girl oh, and so mm-hmm. I just was like mm, the first one's good, the third one is a race car. So second one I just always skipped over. So with my um, grown-up lady eyes watching this movie, there is a part and I don't believe that this made a cut of a previous episode, but let me tell you. The Plaza Hotel
0: Mm, Uh, back in
1: the 90s. The Plaza Hotel. Mm. There's a couple pretty great movies that have taken place in the Plaza Hotel. And so for me, it was just super fun to see the movie staged in that area and the festiveness. And then looking at this movie with my adult eyes instead of my young child eyes and realizing that the bird lady was just trying. And although Kevin could have given her money at the end, he just gave her an ornament. And that was nice, too. So those were some good thoughts and some feelings that I had, and it was just really lovely, very festive, and really cute. And then Morgan. Eric and I looked at each other, and I was like, okay, what do we want to watch? Let's put her, some, put something we don't want to, or we can watch kind of halfway. Maybe we've not seen. Let's get it on the TV. And so we chose The Polar Express. Mm, yes. Tom I, Hanks in The Polar Express. I had not seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was a visual journey of what, like, cinematography and computer effects were doing a couple years ago. Because I don't remember what year this came out. And the draw definitely is listening to Tom Hanks just talk for, like, two hours. Because he has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Listen to him talk. The part that Eric and I had a problem with was the uncanny valley energy of the animated faces of the children. And... Uh, there I'm were am rolling moments. my eyes as you're saying this. Oh, there gosh. were moments where I'm like, I have heard about the Polar Express for years. I know it was a book. And so I truly, Morgan, I had no idea what I was sitting down to. I was just like, he's going to catch a train and then some magic's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that we would meet... <clears throat> spoilers. I didn't know that we would meet um, a... Hobo, a transient on the top of the he, train, and he
0: was so scary. I still don't understand what purpose does he play. What it was, if he's like some sort of Christmas symbolism, yeah. please tell us, email us, or please just comment on Instagram yeah. because I really don't understand and I just want to know. What's but the he's point? so scary to me. He reminds me of what? What did we say? Uh, yes. Okay. Right. It's in Dennis the Menace. Yes.
1: um Who the actor's name is. Christopher Lloyd. Thank you. This is why we're friends. From Dennis the Menace.
0: <laughs> yep. The villain.
1: Yeah. When Christopher Lloyd is sitting under the bridge with the bucket of beans and he's already kidnapped Dennis and oh gosh I, I just got the shivers too. So gross. And it's, it just has that same energy so it was really weird with. Mm. Polar Express, seeing the person, and he has, like, I don't remember, a little fire. Part of Mm -hmm. me was just not quite sure what I was watching, so Mm -hmm. my memory of the whole movie is lightly fuzzy. But watching it and saying, now, what purpose is he serving? Is he trying to—what's the motivation? Is he a friend? Is he an enemy? Yeah, friend or foe. Why are the kids allowed to run around on the top of the train? This seems like a safety issue. Uh, I feel like there should have been— Perhaps a supervisor, but that's more the childcare thing coming out of me. But uh, yeah, watching uh, a child chase a golden ticket around a train for a while. And then, you guys, I'm not going to tell you about the end, because if you haven't seen the end of Polar Express, I'm not going to ruin it for you. It is one of the most unique visuals that I've experienced portraying the North Pole. Yeah, it's very specific. It's a very specific mood. Mm -hmm. And so while these cinema classics, I'm not here to, you know, I'm not here to complain about Christmas movies, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I've seen all the good ones so many times, and we Mm -hmm. know just how lovely they are. Probably going to talk about more in the future. But for me, my significant holiday experience was this was the year that I watched the Polar Express for the first time. Yeah. And watch those children's faces move. And especially when they make
0: direct eye contact with the camera.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. The elves in that are very scary to me oh. because they have very pointy faces. And they're tiny and they're And they're so small, oh. just like the smallest. And they're doing acrobatics and they're just like jumping and diving from super high places that they shouldn't be. And you think, like, I think they're going to die. I'm stressed out. And, I'm stressed out. Yeah, and what also stressed me out was just like you said, I want to bring it back to yeah, the whole vision of the North Pole in that movie because so at the end, again not ruining the end, but when they get there, you know, no one is there at the North Pole. It's empty. And so it's empty, it's com- like it looks like it's deserted. There's no elves or workers anywhere. All the machines are uh, shut down. Everything's quiet. But then there's also megaphones around the town that are playing some warped Christmas music, mm. like, and it sounds very haunted. It's a and haunted I, movie. I get real creepy vibes. Yeah. And and the whole time I'm just like, is this a dream? Is this a nightmare? I don't know. Mm. But also, I gotta say one thing about that. Really catchy music for me. Great. I do listen to a lot of the songs. It's just like in my Christmas soundtrack. Um, so I loved the Hot Chocolate song. Yeah. Like that whole thing. I was like, why couldn't the movie just be all of this? The cute because kids. Because that's yes. what I want to see is I just want to see Hot Chocolate time and yeah, the tap frivolity. dancing. Again, Christmas tap dancing. They could have done Christmas <gasps> tap dancing on the train. Or Christmas tap dancing. Elves Christmas mm-hmm. tap dancing. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. That was a missed opportunity right there, I think. I think mm-hmm. so. They focus too much mm-hmm. on the new technology yeah. of, look, we can superimpose we can make it a Tom Hanks' face mm-hmm into all these characters that he's going to play, but it it just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally.
1: You know, I definitely am going to be dipping into the really feel good ones closer to Christmas before we pivot away because polar express, you guys, if you want to do some laughing, if you want to just step away from your holiday mood and just giggle at it from a, what is it? Mm -hmm. But what is this kind of movie? Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite ones to watch closer to the season uh is the jimmy stewart it's a wonderful life thank you i love watching it's a wonderful life closer to christmas especially late on a christmas night and if we can get snow too so we're gonna we're really saving the festive ones for a couple days from now so Mm -hmm. this is just dipping my toe
0: into the holiday
1: season christmas movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's so nice
0: also kudos to you for trying something new this season You know, venturing out into a new movie, new entertainment. It's a big deal for Samantha. (laughs) Yeah, kudos to you. And you know what? If you love Polar Express, great. You're justified. Don't let us yuck your yum. Mm -mm. We're just here giving our opinions, which don't even need to matter in your world. So, Yeah. Thanks for listening, but... This is just our opinions. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. If you have a favorite holiday movie you want to share with us, or maybe just a favorite guilty pleasure movie that yes. you want us to watch and talk about on Cinema Chat, Samantha, where could people send that to us? How do they let us know? Mm-hmm. Should they send a carrier pigeon somewhere? Smoke signals. We uh-huh. may see
1: them. We may not. One of the bank tubes that you put uh, the thing in and it yes. tubes over. Go no. for mail. Go for Mm -mm. mail. It could work, but the best way, actually, is you're going to get on the Internet. You're going to find wherever the Internet is in your life, and you're going to get on there. You're going to go to Instagram or Gmail. On Instagram, we are AquariusBehavior.pod, and at Gmail, you guys, AquariusBehavior.pod at Gmail.com. Super easy. We're on other socials, but uh, the majority of our conversations and posting is on Instagram right now until we find out where... People like to interact with us on other socials. Uh, So shoot us an email. Let us know your feelings. Good, bad, opinions, agreements, disagreements. Let us know. And that's a
0: wrap for Cinema Chat. I want to do a personal shout-out to a listener right now. Uh, I know we have a listener in Oregon, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Michelle in Oregon. Thank you so much for sending us your feedback. Uh, Michelle told us that she is enjoying plant stories and also behind-the-scenes kind of info about our podcast journey, which is exactly where Podcast Chronicles came from. So thank you, Michelle, for inspiring Podcast Chronicles and for sharing your feedback with us. Us. Well, we got to wrap this up. Uh, closing ceremonies. Thank you first to all of our listeners. We now have 13 followers from across the globe Woo. thank you so much for tuning in and listening to what we have to say we hope that it's bringing a little slice of joy to your day uh, also you can follow aquariusbehavior.pod on instagram or email us at aquariusbehavior.pod at gmail.com and you can join us next wednesday for another episode of aquarius behavior bye friends
1: bye buddies